Hey everybody, welcome to the Bald Movies Podcast. Uh, I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. We just went and saw Sully, the... What, what are these type of movies called? It's not a documentary, it's not... It's a disaster film. <laughs> where it, no one dies. Where, right. It's it's not super disastrous. I mean, the earth doesn't open up and swallow people. The, but it's like, you know, it's like you know, like those airline disasters, you know, like, uh, yeah. I can't think of any of the originals, but I can think of the comedy uh, send-ups, Airplane, and Airplane 2. Right. But, but then there's, like, the stuff they made about 9-11 and, like, all those kind of movies, yeah. which this is akin to those, I suppose. I feel like it's, like, again, it's, it's, it's direct competitor is the Titanic. It's just no everything okay. right yeah. happens, and they have to try really hard to generate negative drama. Right. So I I don't know how we're going to break this cast up. It's not well, spoilery you... to say that the main plot is a guy who pilots a plane that malfunctions into the Hudson River. Yeah, that's born, on the news. If you're born in the last 15 right. years, you know who Sully is, Captain yeah. Sullenberger. And um, what? first of all, I guess, like, what did you, what do you think of this movie? Is it good? Would you say people should mo- that should see it? Is it an Oscar worthy? Uh, it's not Oscar worthy. It's pretty good, though. Wow. Uh, I enjoyed it. I, uh, I thought I'm, there was only one real big flaw with the movie, but okay. kind of a necessary I'm, I'm, one. I'm, cur- I'm curious to see what you, what you think that is. Um, I'm totally in the tank for this movie. Like I've, uh, you know, I was outraged that they'd make like a tell-all, like Sully did something wrong because um, right. I've met the man. Um, oh. I saw I saw him give like a, uh, you know, he he headlined a, a conference that I went to, and he was hmm. talking about you know. Like crisis management and all that stuff. And, Starting a uh, security firm, huh? Well, he airline. at that point it was it was you know I don't know whether just through speaking and his book tours and all that stuff I don't know whether he was still doing that. I guess he was involved because that's the other uh-huh. thing is like um, you know this guy in real life before this accident was involved in a lot of accident board reviews and doing some of the simulator work and mm-hmm. um, I met the guy I got to shake his hand and speak with him for a little bit and he was just so fucking impressive and I thought you know, back in the day that that was a really like, you know, it was, it was, they, they talk about this in the the movie that this was like a holy good thing that happened right in the middle of a pretty shitty time, uh, in, in, in general. And, uh, uh, and I was actually pleased to see that the movie in no way treats him as anything, but, uh, you know, is hero the right word? I think hero I think is acceptable. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, sure. I'm, I'm going with hero. The movie treats him as nothing less than a hero. Um, a guy who did his at, at the very least a guy who did his job under heroic circumstances and right. saved a bunch of people. Yeah, and I was crazy emotional during the whole fucking film, and I couldn't figure out why. It's I, I think Tom Hanks' performance is really powerful. Um, it's very low key. It, it is understated to the maximum, but that felt like it applied to this guy who you imagine as stoic under pressure. Yeah, um, and, and just entirely. I don't know. Stoic's the best word I can come up with. I mean, this guy, so I, like I said, I met him, I shook his hand, and I think that Tom Hanks does a decent job of kind of looking like him, uh-huh. but he doesn't sound like him at all. Like, like mm. Sully's got this really silky, smooth, melodious voice. It's like very Lando Calrissian? And, and, and meeting him is like meeting a very fit, supremely confident, and calming Santa Claus. <laughs> very sober and serious, <laughs> confident and calming Santa it's Claus. It's because of the pack of elves he keeps around him at all I'm times. I'm telling you, he's just like I, um, I, I, I got like giddy talking to him in a way that I haven't ever meeting like other most other celebrities. So, like right. I said, I don't know if I'm there's fair a difference. To judge this. Can I say there's a huge difference between a hero and a celebrity in my mind? Sure, 
Like a Maybe celebrity is just is. a person doing a job. Maybe that's what it is. Whereas a hero is someone who's performed admirably. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it could be that, just the difference there. Mm-hmm. But, um, I, yeah, so I just, I, I, and I talked to Cecily because I noticed that she was sniffling through a lot of the movie, too, and she never cries for shit. She <laughs> cries, apparently, reading Harry Potter books and watching Harry Potter <laughs> movies, and that's it. That is it. Wow. And she was, and she's like, I don't know what it was either because it was almost like a happy sad all the time because it's like these, yeah. these like, really brave, uh, calm people doing their jobs diligently. And it wasn't just, um, it wasn't just Sully. It was that you know, like they they, yeah. they show they could do a good job about like you know the stewardesses and mm-hmm. the passengers and like the dock workers and the cops and the ferry drivers and everybody just you know did their job just right and 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 right nipped this disaster in the bud. Yeah, and I definitely felt it. It wasn't I. It was getting maybe slightly dusty in the room. Yeah, it wasn't like. Uh, you know, tearing up or anything. Adjusting but, for your standard operating parameters. Right. Pretty I'm, emotional. I, I'm I'm an android, so yeah, definitely. Uh, if we put a, if we put 17 normal men in the simulator of watching this movie, how <laughs> they many don't of account them walk- for the android factor. They never account for the. <laughs> how many of them factor? walk out with dry cheeks? None I would them. submit none of them. <laughs> but yeah, I I definitely feel what you're saying. It was because you it's pretty easy i think to put yourself in the position of the passengers right yeah. and to take take a look at this guy and see what he did uh they do and, a good job of that too and, and you can feel that when you're in the theater yeah yeah like like they showed like you know maybe a dozen half dozen passengers and like you you experience the whole fuck i'm going to die like yeah. i'm texting my wife i love you dearly and i'm right. you know if you didn't it wouldn't be an airplane crisis movie <laughs> right and but except for everyone like i wonder what's the experience of being those 155 people that like, you know, one of those things where it's not like cancer and you beat it because you you went through six months of hell or a mm-hmm. year of hell, but like this thing where like no, you're going to die. It's an airline crash, and here's New York whizzing past you, and then you're also you're going down in freezing cold water, mm-hmm. and then you're fine. Like the emotions you'd feel like that. I I don't know. I I thought it was. Um, I wonder if it will get serious Oscar buzz, especially depending on you know what the rest of the year looks like. Like I feel uh-huh. like it's going to get a nom here because here's the thing: Clint Eastwood directed it, right? Uh, Tom Hanks is in it, looking like the supremely confident, calming Santa Claus. Uh-huh. The movie's median age tonight it was well attended, one hundred and nine. Uh, yes, <laughs> and I also want to talk a little bit after we're done in the movie about the level of respect of this audience compared to your gen- your your average teenage audience. Really? Okay. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Yeah, I mean, it might be controversial, but I got some shit. I got to sh- some shit to talk about these baby boomers because I was appalled. appalled. Oh, okay, good, good. No, I, I thought wasn't... you were gonna go. The... Oh no! Oh okay. no! Okay, thank you. No, no. Because the people behind me. Oh man. No, no. All right. Uh, but the, but the thing is, all those. What do we say about these Academy Award uh, uh, judges and the the members of the Academy that actually watch this stuff and vote? They're all old as shit. Right. That's and this true. is a movie That's about true. Grandpa saving the fucking day. You're right. You're absolutely right. And and it's. I think that alone is going to make it go kind of bananas. It could be. <laughs> the more I think about it, the more I agree with you here. Because uh, I was surprised pulling up to the theater how few people there were. Right, and but then everyone when I got was in, in this theater. Right, and I realized, oh, okay, it's a bunch of older people who right are yeah. really into this. Because uh, this is this is fucking Jimmy Stewart and yeah. Uh, yeah. you know Dirty Harry. Back mm-hmm. when you know that this is this is their generation making this film, and I think uh, and 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 it, it paints everyone in a very flattering light and. 
uh, I think is going to be eaten. I mean, I'm not immune to its charms. I thought it was fucking awesome. Sure. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think it's going to do very well because of the the demographic and the fact that it's like the the other thing is like it was at the end of the movie when I was looking at the real because you know this isn't a spoiler, but during the credits they show like real footage of like the actual crash, and that's the other, the other incredible thing about this crash is. You can listen to the cockpit. Or you can go. There's like several websites that have the whole thing, and they they'll they'll sync it up to like the flight plan, and you can see like in like this New York dock security footage, the fucking plane <laughs> plowed into the water. Like you can see it, and like when Sully was giving the presentation, part of it was he played that whole voice cockpit reporter while he was sitting up there mm-hmm. just staring at us. Like, and it was I don't know, it's an incredible experience. Um, where's I going with this? The special effects, they're just real. Like, sure. I, yeah, this I, is not I, a fantasy movie where you go, Wolverine's claws don't look quite right. No, when I finally saw the end movie, I'm like, holy shit. At no point did I ever question anything with this was real. Like, there's yeah. no way they put a real plane in the water and, like, all that stuff. It was just, like, utterly convincing. Right. And which is kind of neat to see. In a way that Titanic wasn't quite because the tech wasn't there yet. I mean, in, but for now, its day. But for like, its day, right. I but. don't, like, and of course, this is, you know, uh, remind yourself in 10 years, listen to this podcast, you have a change. But I don't see how you can get more convincing right. like i don't think this movie is ever going to age mm-hmm. like it's already set in you know a decade in the past and like it's like you can already see the subtle kind of fashion that they did with some of the stuff mm-hmm. um i like i said i thought the movie was great um people think, are going to look at those cockpit simulations go oh man yeah those are real shitty i know i can't believe they ever used those horrible things right 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 that's nothing like flying a plane right um, but they were, you know, probably amazing for the day. I wonder if they look right. significantly better because, like, they do the job. They got sure. all the, yeah. the they got all the buildings over like two stories modeled, and mm-hmm. um, but no, I, I, uh, okay. So, what's your? Do we want to say the the? I feel like we've I, covered the movie. Maybe we should get to the spoiler section. Yeah, I think so. Do we want to get to trailers first? Uh, do you want to talk shit about the uh, the not quite greatest generation first? Not quite greatest generation. Yeah, the the baby boomers. Um, these folks oh, were the yeah. worst, and like they're for the first thirty minutes, it wasn't bad. But once one of them started with the, and I'm this is going to be super offensive, but I swear mm-hmm. to God, yep. this is accurate. Uh-huh. One guy started with the commentary, and it's like I was watching a commentary for DVDs for idiots. Uh-huh. Like a person would say, and th- they did this very well too. Like. Um, Person would would say, you know, this city hasn't had a lot of good experiences, especially involving airplanes. Uh-huh. Hey, he's talking about nine eleven, right? Th- that uh, that, ex- that actually that those actually exact happened. Words. Yep. Uh, would you would you do anything different, uh, uh, first officer? Yeah, I would have landed in July uh, because it was super cold that day. <laughs> that every five minutes, these inane, like, yes, yes, we get it. They, yes, I. I swear the guy behind me either didn't want his I, wife or girlfriend or something to think he was dumb or thought she was supremely dumb because there's a moment where I think it's always like questioning whether he did the right thing and he's like, oh, he's second guessing himself. I, I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, he fucking is. That's yes, what the point of every, the scene was. And like 30 minutes in, this guy starts yammering and it like emboldened them all. So they're like, hey, we're and, all deaf in here. Let's turn off our hearing aids and just talk at maximum. It was everyone. Reading stuff off the screen I verbatim. I haven't been this. And that's the thing. I had the worst fucking experience as audience. I still love the movie. I couldn't yeah. believe how. And I'm again. I get it that this is like I, I I'm not saying that this is all old people. Right. And the guy behind you, I look back because I'm like I'm gonna fucking tell this guy to shut the fuck up. We're like 
It, it, I, I usually walk out and demand a refund. I got to do a fucking podcast, and I <laughs> and, and and I'm committed now. I'm gonna tell him, to, and I look, and he's like 68 years old or whatever. And I'm uh. like, you know what? I just have to pretend this entire audience is Vietnam vets, <laughs> right, with shrapnel in their body and gold star mothers. Because if not, I'm gonna <laughs> lose their fucking mind. But I swear to God, I'm not saying it's all old people, but every mm-hmm. old people in Batavia in this theater was the worst. They were. They was were. the worst. Oh my god! There, I've said my piece. All right, time for trailers. Yeah. Uh, yes. Um, first off, just for because it's I, I I don't know I like to talk about some other stuff here too. Uh, we got there early and got the first look with uh, Maria Munoz. Felt uh, a little different this time. Did it? The the YouTube red stuff did not play like I expected. Huh. I didn't right? even notice it because don't they usually do a lot of whole like YouTube series and all this stuff, but. This felt like they might have modified it for the audience. Hmm. They knew that like they demo. don't know who you what YouTube is, right? Right, and they wouldn't give a shit if they did, right? Just hit them with PewDiePie. Might have killed them. Oh God, might have killed me. PewDiePie mul- mul- Markiplier. You know what? I'd preferred their <laughs> fucking commentary to tell you the truth. Yeah. Um, but there's this new TNT series called Good Behavior, starring Michelle Dockery. If you never, if this... you don't know that, that's that's Mary from Downton Abbey. Super not in an English accent. She's just doing like. There, there's is some... she English? Oh yeah, she is. She's okay. super English. There, there was a thread in our forums about like uh, Brits are Americans tired of them yet, and they're talking about like you know essentially they're taking our jobs. Sure, but yet it's so weird. Like, why are we hiring British actresses to play? Why not if they can pull it off? I guess. I guess I like <laughs> her, and like you know we we've got you know Downton Abbey's been ably covered by uh, our compatriots Tom and Kelly. We took a stab at it one season. I love the show. I'm probably gonna watch it just to I... see Michelle Dockery, but. This trailer out there is this a trailer I'm thinking of where the tone of the music did not at all match. It was weird because visuals and what was going on in the plot. It was kind of dramatic, but then a camel toe would be in her face and she would mug for the camera like I. And it was this very dramatic music that didn't fit. It looks like a mess, but it's still Michelle Dockery. So yeah, what do you think about the Fanta commercial? That I think oh, its position is if you bring in outside food and beverage in the form of Fanta, that better you, bring enough for everyone. That you can you can uh, sneak into the movie just by giving the the oh, usher right. a swig of your your Fanta, and you get a sweet dance from him too. Yeah, I don't know if I was a if I was it'd be like if we opened up our podcast with people saying, "Hey, you know what." You don't have to join the club for shit. You can actually pirate mm-hmm. this stuff, go to, you know. Like, right. I'm not sure I'd run that ad. Well, I, Plus, it's Fanta. Theater employees get paid in concessions anyway. So, <laughs> it's just Unofficially? More, yeah. Uh, other thing I wanted to ask you about is, did you notice that there's going to be a special Fathom event for the Snowden film that we're covering anyway? Oh, right. It's like a preview yeah, thing. Yeah, well... And a, and a live... Uh, has interview with... Session with... Like, uh, what is it? Oliver Stone that's doing this? I don't know for sure, but it has an interview with the um, oh shit. Who's the the the, the Mar- singing, dancing, talented yeah, G- guy? Joseph Gordon Love. There you go. There you go. <laughs> it has him and the director. I thought that might be something cool that we could we could put together. Uh-huh. Um, uh, first up, I, did we talk about this? Because I know we've seen this trailer, but I wasn't sure if it's something me and Cecily saw or we all saw it together. But the accountant. Oh, or, I've seen it. Yeah. So did we talk about this last time? Because I don't remember talking about it. We may have. Uh, I remember thinking this is Ben Affleck's attempt to try and be Jason Bourne. It's essentially. Jason Bourne with Asperger's, right? Yeah, which is a really it's Jason weird Bourne hook. meets Goodwill Hunting. 
No, Rain Man. Okay, yeah. With a little meets bit, Rain Man. With a little bit of Rain Man he, in there, yeah. He's, he's got some kind of... He's he's on the spectrum, as we say. Sure. And But he's also an international accountant assassin hitman. Right. <laughs> as you uh, do. It's got John Bernthal. Yeah, looks you, cool. You Shane Lovers. Got Anna Kendrick. I for, imagine we'll probably be seeing that. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure when it comes out, but... Uh, uh, another a, a brand new one, Collateral Beauty, starring Will Smith, Ed Norton, Kate Winslet, Helen Mirren, who stars as the personification of death, mm-hmm. who's visiting a bereaved father, Will Smith, and having some kind of. Um, it feels very much like this is a uh, uh, what's that Jimmy Stewart movie? Uh, it's a Wonderful Life kind of thing, right? Yeah, um, visited by all of his. It feels like a night before not. Not night before Christmas. Right. Uh, Scrooge. It's it's collateral beauty, about. but it's subtitled Oscar bait. Right. Uh, I, I'm probably going to be a sucker <laughs> for this one. I like when Will Smith gets I all too. somber. I do too. Like I loved at like one of my favorite movies of all time. Pursuit of Happiness is oh, just yeah, sure incredible, and this is probably right up my alley. Uh, the other person's got Keira Knightley in it too. Yeah, pretty big cast. Uh, I thought it looks cool. Um, uh, an extended a new trailer for Deepwater Horizon. Mm-hmm. It looks slightly better tone. than I, you know, uh, uh, assume. But still, I, I just as much as I wanted to see the Sully movie, I don't want to see Deepwater Horizon hmm. okay. because I guess, like, let's say some people live, some people died, and the entire Gulf of Mexico got fucked up. Uh-huh. Like that's that's the opposite of of Sully counting 155 and being like, job well done. Right. But he's got a daughter. He's I, got a daughter. That's what I'm A-Rod. saying. Like, I, I, I could be proven to be a huge asshole, and this uh-huh. is an inspirational story, and you know. But it's like, wow, you're it's kind really, of tainted. It is. Yeah. It's tainted. Yeah, yeah. It'd be like if um, Apollo 13, they got him home, but they had to eject a nuclear reactor that landed on China and <laughs> killed a million people. Right. Yeah, I'm glad we got Tom Hanks and Kevin Bacon home uh but also the million chinese guys like you know except for this time we're talking about like ducks and and fish and shit also uh, important. what do you think about woody harrelson's uh, i know he's he's not the star it's actually a young girl that i've never never i, I don't know because um, yeah. i'm not on any kind of government sex offender list uh it's called the edge of 17 looked okay i mean looked the, all right actually like and if I was younger, sure. If it's just 16 Candles, every generation needs those movies. Maybe it's going to be like a Mean Girls, where it's like something that a guy like me would be interested in. But yeah. uh, It does it kind of irk me when they have, you know, pr- pretty good-looking girls whining about how unpopular and ugly they are. Well. Because they're fucking movie stars, and sure. no movie star can be actually ugly unless you're Paul Giamatti. Sure. But, <laughs> and even he. And even he is He's still, not hideous. Uh, he's borderline. Uh, he's charming, though. He is. He is. But, uh, yeah, so that's the only thing that irks me about it. But I I don't know. looked okay. Okay. So there you go. Uh, I think that's all we got for the uh, non-spoiler material. We do have yeah. a spoiler-filled review, which I don't know how long will go. Like, I feel like I could I could either talk for five or 50 minutes on, on this segment. We'll see. Uh, if you want to listen to that, though, you got to be a Club Bulb Move member. Uh, everybody else, uh, enjoy the free review. We've got we, this. This start is going to start off our winter series, our mm-hmm. fall early winter series. Uh, we start with Sully next week. Snowden. Uh, week after that, the twenty, the week of the twenty third, uh, Magnificent Seven. Uh, then at t- on ten seven, we'll take in Birth of a Nation at ten fourteen at Deserti Desertio. That's going to be a heavy month. 
Jesus. Really? Well, no, that's a movie about slaves and a movie oh, about, yes, about haunted Mexican immigrants. Yes. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oof. That's going to be uh, maybe not as uplifting. <laughs> uh, 11-4 November starts uh, Doctor Strange. Then we have 11-11, The Arrival, uh, or Arrival, rather, which is a, a sci-fi movie. And then 11-18, Cecily and I are going to take in Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. You're welcome. Uh, but I doubt you attend. Uh, and then we only have the one movie so far in December. Might be the only one because we sh- we kind of shut down for the core holidays. Uh, on twelve sixteen, Rogue One, the new yeah. Star Wars story, Star Wars adjacent story. Yep. Uh, so yeah, let's go uh, into the spoiler section. If you want to join the club, club.baldmove.com. It's as little as a buck a month, and you get extra features like the one that you could enjoy if you were already a club member. All you club members will see you in the spoiler section.